Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. It is Monday. We're going to get right into it. Ken Cuccinelli, former Attorney General of the great state of Virginia, also the senior official performing the duties of the Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security from 2019 to 2021, joins us now. General, how are you? I'm good. I hope you are. I'm doing well. It's hot here in Texas, as I'm sure, <laughs> you know, thanks to climate change, we're all hot these days or something's yeah. going on. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it changes from spring to summer. <laughs> Things get hot. It's amazing. Well, it's good to see you. And I want to get right into this thing. Last week, Governor Greg Abbott here in Texas issued an executive order. And in fact, I want to read uh, the tweet that he put out where he said that uh, he's pushing back on these cartels. And specifically, he said, I issued an executive order authorizing the Texas National Guard and Texas Department of Public Safety to return illegal immigrants to the border. Cartels have become emboldened by Biden's open border policies. Texas is taking unprecedented action to stop this criminal enterprise. What's your response to that? So everything in there is true, um, and he's doing more than any other governor. Uh, but this is a catch and release program within Texas. So instead of taking him to Washington, D.C. on buses now, He's taking them to the border, but you note he doesn't say across the border. Right. Um, what we really need him to do is is to declare legally what he has said rhetorically many times, and that is that Texas is being invaded, and um, certainly the evidence is there for that, and um, and to use the state's constitutional authority under Article One, Section Ten, to repel that invasion. That's not immigration law. It's not Title 42 public health law. It's a third source of authority that would allow him to have law enforcement in Texas and National Guardsmen in Texas return illegal border crossers back into Mexico. And until they know they can't get in, they will keep coming. And That's I believe, just line. And we've seen it, by the way, Chad, with Operation Lone Star. It hasn't moved the numbers. It hasn't moved the numbers. With all the arrests, with the fentanyl seizures, all those are good things. It has not changed the numbers coming across the Texas border from Mexico. It hasn't. In fact, the numbers are worse than ever. Uh, worse than ever. You know, your your experience both in Homeland Security as well as uh, performing you know, the duties of the Director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, you know this, you see these numbers that's going on. What, why the hang-up on this this? not using the word invasion. Are they having a hard time defining that? Uh, well, the, the, the Constitution doesn't define it. I think the founders expected everybody to understand what, what an invasion was. Um, and James Madison, the guy who wrote Article One, uh, used an example that wasn't an army of another country. He used the example of smugglers. Well, mm. the drug cartels are smugglers, and they are running this whole operation. They're not all of it. You know, most of the people coming across are not members of cartels, but they're the, they're the product. They're what's being smuggled. And uh, all of it should be turned back in between the legal ports of entry and make these people follow our rules, make them obey the law, um, and it'll drive down the numbers coming up when they lose 1,200 of the 2,000 miles mm. of free open border crossing. 
Well, and, you know, I tongue-in-cheek referenced the heat here in Texas. Of course, just a couple of weeks ago, we saw another uh, transport truck. Uh, it's not supposed to have human beings in it with, you know, over 50 people who died inside that truck, overheating, suffocating. Uh, we're seeing this more and more. These stories happen every year. They're happening with increasing frequency. And I think you even mentioned in, in a Twitter thread where you said, you know, you take these illegals back to the border, you drop them off at ports of entry. They just turn around and start walking north again. Uh, this is not a way that's going to sway them. You know, just in the last year, we saw enough fentanyl cross our borders that would uh, theoretically kill almost three billion people. That's that's almost you know that's, that's a large portion of the global population, and of yeah. course, it's being as you said smuggled. We're seeing this happen not only with the humans but with the drugs that are happening. Right. Uh, I just heard a horror story from yeah. a, a friend's family just this week. A uh, guy took a, I think he took a Prozac, took a half of a Prozac to go to bed at night, had fentanyl in it. He didn't wake up. Uh, yeah. How how far can we push this thing? You know, political correctness aside, I, I don't care about the political correctness anymore. This is in, truly an invasion. People are dying. We're going to see this more and more. Uh, this is an election year for Greg Abbott. How far do you think he can push in a campaign season and get away with this? Because I think he's not, I think he needs to push even further than he is. Yeah, you know, Joe Biden, let's flip it around. Joe Biden's immigration policies have been underwater with Democrats mm-hmm. since last spring, since he began implementing them. I'm not sure they really believed him in the campaign that he's going to do what he said, but right. he's doing it. We have an open border and Democrats reject this position. So Politically, as long as it's done intelligently, and and Chad, let me tell you what it looks like. It just looks like Title 42, which is the public health order on the border, except state officials are doing it. Mm. So you literally stop people who cross illegally, you get their name, you probably thumbprint them, and you put them back across the border without ever bringing them into facilities. They don't go into jails. You give them a backpack of food and water, and you send them on their way. They found their way up there. They can find their way back. And um, uh, and and you do that in mass across the entire state border. And certainly you have local law enforcement who are enthusiastic to help mm. and support and participate in that. But they can't do it until Governor Abbott declares the invasion. And I don't think so long as it's implemented intelligently, it does anything but help cement Greg Abbott's frontline status there on the border. You know, I, we've seen a few campaign ploys. I know that back during the primary election, Greg Abbott was on Tucker Carlson. He was putting up a border panel. Of course, we learned that he just put up a couple of border panels on a piece of private property. There was no wall that was actually being built. It was a campaign stunt. Nothing further has been said about that. Nothing more has been done. We know that Operation Lone Star hasn't been effective as the media wants to tout it. Uh, I, I feel like the mainstream media actually does Greg Abbott a favor by by continually pushing him as a conservative when I don't think that that he's doing as much as he, he's saying a lot of the right things, not necessarily doing all of the right things. And I want him to do more. Uh, these, these are people, if you, if you spend any time in the Rio Grande Valley, anywhere along the, you know, the, the 1,200 plus miles of Texas border with an unstable nation like Mexico, these people are suffering. And it's and now every state in America is quite literally a border state. I think Texas has the opportunity to lead by example. 
in, in truly getting something done here. You referenced uh, Article 1, Section 10, and I think it's Clause 3 of the Constitution that mm-hmm. talks about the invasion, then Article 4, Section 4 of the Texas Constitution that talks about, you know, if the federal government's not going to step in and do their job, and obviously this administration is not going to, then it's the state's right, particularly the governor's right, to become the commander-in-chief of his state and to enforce these things. It's simply not happening. So what, what can yet. we do? What do we need to do here? Well, for one, we need to keep it on the front burner, and you're doing that, and I appreciate that. Uh, you saw local judges over the last week, week and a half, begin to, to declare as a matter of law that Texas is invaded. I fully expect to see more county judges do that. Mm. I was amazed to see both Lieutenant Governor Patrick and Attorney General Paxton go on television and more or less say the same thing. Um, So it's really everybody except the governor so far. Now, he's the one with the authority to act on it. So it's 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 a little easier for everybody else to say it because the responsibility and authority aren't tied together for them like they are for Greg Abbott. And um, nonetheless, you know, he's done a lot of other things where he's been courageous. And this is just an area he's been holding back. And it is not to Texas's benefit. And by the way, you mentioned how this affects the rest of the country. Other governors like DeSantis in Florida and uh, Ricketts in in Nebraska have said, we'll send manpower. And frankly, they've done it, Um, but not with the kind of impact that could happen with the governor declaring an invasion. So he won't have to do it alone. He won't have, his folks won't have to do the work alone. Those other states folks that have to be deputized into the, Mm. into Texas service, into that chain of command, but that can be done. And so budget and personnel can be provided from other states and they've already made it clear they have a willingness to do that. And I've seen it with my own eyes. I've visited with many of those troopers down on the border who have come from various other states, from Florida, from uh, Iowa, yeah. Idaho. I, I've visited with these troopers who were there on the Texas border. Let's change gears for a minute. We, we've sure. obviously got the midterms coming up. Uh, people are anticipating a red wave. Uh, do you see the recent overturn as far as the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe v. Wade as a win when it comes to what's going to happen in the midterms? Or did did it, we know it's a win for life but yes are we going to see it which is the most important thing in my opinion and i'm sure yours as well but but is it, is it did we poke a bear did we wake up that the, <laughs> the blue side to the point where it's going to be closer than what we're anticipating in november or more specifically can we even trust these elections yeah so um first of all i think Everybody was afraid of poking the bear, to use your phrase, Mm. um, happening whenever Roe v. Wade was overturned. It's been something that's been worked on for decades. Thank God it's finally here. Um, And now we can have these debates out in all the states. And um, I think what's surprising other people, and myself included, is just how positively our side is reacting electorally. Uh, meaning people are motivated to go to the polls by the win. Usually things happen in the negative. Um, And um, there's already, as you noted, a red wave happening. And now here people see real results. It's taken a long time coming. Um, It's literally lifetimes for some people. Um, And yet it's clear that when you do come out, when you do vote, when you do come out year after year and you volunteer and you help and you donate, 
that good things can happen, that you can turn the tide, Mm -hmm. that that leftward drift is not inevitable. We've seen a restoration of the Constitution. This is not, you know, legislation by the Supreme Court. This is giving back to legislators uh, power. We saw it in their EPA case against West Virginia as well. They're giving power back to legislators where accountability resides. And it makes it matter more that people show up. And uh, so I think we're going to see more folks will show up on the Democrat side because of this. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to see more folks show up on the Republican side because of the success. They actually see benefit from their participation and their voting and their commitment over the long term. And that that that's good for our democracy. More people show up, more people participate in the public debate and more people help determine the outcomes. Uh, I'm still very confident November's going to move America to the right. Um, What I wonder about is will the Republican leadership in Washington take up the mantle of defending the border, of protecting life, of taking those kinds of steps that are within their power with the budgetary authority they're going to get next January, or won't they? And uh, to make that happen requires people like you and me continuing to put it on the front burner and holding them accountable, not just Democrats because they're in power now, but when the Republicans have the House and hopefully the Senate next year, holding them accountable as well. Well, thank you for doing what you're doing. One more question, you know, and Ken Cuccinelli is with us, a former attorney general of, uh, of Virginia. You, you know, the state of Virginia saw that happen recently yep. in, in this overturn uh, and, and putting uh, a governor there that has conservative values and, and immediately turn some things around in a in a post Ralph Northam legacy that was horrible, uh, in my opinion, uh, humble but accurate opinion. <laughs> I uh, what is the future hold for a place like Virginia? How are things looking there? So Virginia's tough for Republicans. It's become tougher. And we have a unique feature that no other state except Maryland has to suffer through. And that is we sit astride the nation's capital. Mm. And the bigger Republicans and Democrats grow the federal government, the more big government people move into northern Virginia to help run it. Mm. And they don't vote for smaller government candidates. Um, that was, I was a smaller government candidate. I won four times but lost a governor's race and a close race Uh, eight, nine years ago. Uh, Glenn Youngkin won this year by two and a half points. But think of how many things were going wrong in America to sort of put a wind at at Glenn Youngkin's back. Mm. The money was matched in the race with Terry McAuliffe, uh, who he beat. But Afghanistan had happened. We'd seen other disasters by this president already. Um, and it, that's kind of what it took to get the first sweep in 12 years. I was in on the last sweep in 2009, right after Barack Obama was elected president. Uh, so Virginia's tough. Uh, the Republicans took the House of Delegates, 52-48, but the Democrats still hold the state Senate. Um, obviously, Glenn Youngkin is a breath of fresh air at the governor level. Jason mm-hmm. Miares has been a big uh, change at the attorney general level. And uh, Winsome Sears is a force of nature of her own as lieutenant governor. So things are good, but it, let's not kid ourselves. This is a tough state to compete in. Mm. Republicans have proven again they are competitive. We're not we're not a blue state. Uh, but uh, but Washington has a lot to say about that. And the, and frankly, until the growth of Washington is reined in, Virginia is going to get more and more difficult. 
Ken Cuccinelli holding the line, uh, a conservative voice that I greatly appreciate, sir. Thank you for joining us today, and I wish you all the best. Take care. Hey, guys, one of the best things you could do to improve your health is get at least seven hours of quality sleep every night. That's hard to do. Uh, Your mind keeps you awake. You read that cell phone. You can't get comfortable. You wake up early, can't fall asleep again. There's hundreds of reasons why you can't get seven hours of quality sleep every night. But listen, it's important because your body heals itself when you're asleep. If you're not getting enough quality sleep, you're increasing your risk of disease and making it harder to lose weight as well. I'm going to give you an easy way to get more quality sleep every single night. Make sure you're getting enough magnesium. That's right. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough of it, which helps explain why so many people have sleep problems. Unfortunately, most magnesium supplements are not full spectrum, so they're not going to fix your magnesium deficiency or help you sleep better. There's actually seven unique forms of magnesium, and you got to get all of them if you want to experience the calming, sleep-enhancing effects of magnesium. That's why I want to recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bio-Optimizers, or Bi-Optimizers. I always say that wrong, but I'm going to get it right. Bio-Optimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed, and you'll be amazed by how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. Got an exclusive offer for you. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chad. Save up to 42%. Again, you can save up to 42% on Magnesium Breakthrough when you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Sarah Gonzalez is with us. Uh, I'm glad we got Ken Cuccinelli out of the way because now we're going to go off the rails probably. <laughs> you, had to, you had to be professional for him. <laughs> now you don't. Well, <laughs> you know, I try to respect these guys and the offices and accomplishments that they've attained. Right, right. And I always wonder if they ever go back and watch our clips. I'm assuming they don't or we would never get another guest. <laughs> I mean, we had Christy Noem on the other day and it, never mind. I mean, you know, you just, I never know. Yeah. But they keep coming, so I, I can't say anything about it. Did you see? Uh, they, talk- they don't watch Power Hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> they we'll get must to that. Not. We'll get to that in a minute. No, let's get to it now. So Power Hour, I just straight up was on a mission to get drunk. Mm-hmm. It's what Stu wants. It's what Stu gets. It it is good content. It creates. It's good for the ratings. I was on a mission. Yeah, I was on a mission. You were on a mission before it started. Um, I don't really remember leaving the building. Yeah. And I think we went to a restaurant or we something did. afterwards. We How did. was I there? Uh, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I you mean, were not out of control. You no, know, I never get out of control. Yeah, but, the, yeah. you know, the liberal trolls, when they see the stuff, they're like, oh, look how naive. And see, yeah, that's the point. That's, right. We have fun. Yeah. I don't understand why people on the left can't just have fun. It is funny because, you know, they're just so stuffy. I don't think that they could ever even consider. I mean, we had a live studio audience and yeah. we were all we were just out there with them. At the beginning and at the end, just socializing with them. I don't think, I think all of the liberal elitists would, you know, stick their noses up (laughs) at that. They couldn't, they couldn't associate with all of these inferior people. We're like, no, we're just kind of one of you. Well, look, even before the thing. So, and I, I want to encourage people the next time Stu does a power hour or whatever, come to the, be a part of the live taping. That was a good crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That's the second time we've done that. And that was a really good crowd. It was a packed crowd. Mm -hmm. It was full house. Um, they were fun. And, you know, before the deal, so it was you and me and Alex Stein and Stu and, and Lisa and uh, Andrew Heaton. Andrew Heaton. Mm-hmm. And we had pizza and beer on in a cooler. We all hung out before the taping yeah. with these folks. Yeah. And, you know, we just visited with them like their family. And some right. of them 
kind of are. It feels we've like to they know are. Them, you know? Yeah. So we value those people, and that we do. We just have a relationship with them. We yeah. don't, you know, we could have hidden in a dressing room and then come out and performed. Right. Right. That's ha- not how we have, roll. Have security escort you out to the stage. Yeah. Then nine o'clock the next morning, my, my tour bus was sitting in front of the uh, the my place to pick us all up and take us to do a show in Fort Smith, Arkansas, which was fun. Uh, it was a good show. And even that night, uh, which was Saturday night, I, I came out when they introduced me on stage. I <laughs> and I came out, not of the closet, but I, I came out from the back of the room and like a dozen people stopped me to take pictures while I was trying to get to the stage. Yeah. And it's like, we're here to have fun. Right. right. You know, my shows are not stuffy. I mean, we're here to hang out and have a good time with you guys uh, and visit with you. And that's what we do. Um, may or may not have signed a couple of boobs. I don't know. <laughs> There's always boobs to sign. I don't know what it is. I, I don't get that though. Because, well, I mean, like you gotta wash it off. You're, go- you're gonna wash your boobs. It'll be with you till Wednesday. Oh, you know. Hey, listen, I I, I press hard. What? Oh, ugh. I get on that sharpie, girl. I press hard. This ain't no dry erase. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want that. I don't know what chemicals I, are in that look, sharpie. I don't I have want that rednecks in my skin. In my audience, okay, they're good old folks. But we had fun. Yeah. Um. I, one girl pulls up her thong right here, like this. Now, now I and I now and we're talking. I had to sign the side of it. Now we're talking from a distance, kind of like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we had fun in Fort Smith, Arkansas, at the Majestic, great venue. I hope to go back there. I'd like to go there every six months, actually. Uh, this week we're going to Kima. Texas, down on the coast of Texas, down on that third coast, south of Houston, Jackie's Brick House. That's going to be a packed house. Then we're going to be in Goliad, uh, where the Texas Revolution started. Wow. We're going to be in Goliad at the historic Schrader Hall. That's that's a dance hall that's been in Texas since 1890. Wow. So I, I, I got the opportunity now that we have the band. You know, we've added, like now we've added drums. We're adding more guitar to the ragamuffins and stuff. Really? Oh yeah. So it's we're, it'll be a full band. Before oh, that's long. exciting. So we, so most guys go out and start a band. No, we just have started with three voices, and then we've been adding more people to it. So now we got drums, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then uh, wow. another one of my buddies is coming on the road. He can play anything with strings. So you never know, mandolin. Wow. You might have the bass. You might have electric guitar. We'll see. Ragamuffins are big time. Oh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big show. I'm gonna be like Lyle Lovett and his very big band. Yeah. You know, he had like 23 people. That's exciting. But it's fun, and we're having fun. So uh, go to watchchad.com for all the fun stuff. Is okay. So the army suspended a retired three-star general for tweeting glad to see you finally know what a woman is to Jill Biden. Did you see that thing? No. So they reprimanded him. Um, I mean, I don't know how soft our armed forces have become that a tweet is suspension worthy. Uh, the same government that runs Guantanamo Bay is now saying retired generals can't question liberal gender propaganda. Uh, welcome to the don't ask, don't tweet America. <laughs> Fact checkers are calling into question Joe Biden's claim of a sexually assaulted 10 year old who purportedly had to cross state lines to receive an abortion. You saw that little press conference? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I just called BS on it. And I. And so Ohio has trigger laws requiring reporting to the police if sexual assault is suspected to have occurred, which you would think it has in the case of a 10 year old child. The fact that no such report exists means either Sleepy Joe made it all up or maybe he just got confused like he does anytime anyone makes him talk about anything ever. (laughs) Uh, 
So let's get a double shot of that 25th Amendment quickly, please, bartender. <laughs> a man is wanted in New York after hitting a pregnant woman in the head with a wrench several times. Liberals are holding their outrage until it's determined whether or not the man was merely trying to abort the baby or hurt the woman. We'll see how that goes. Uh, someone sent mail containing poop to every Republican Ohio state senator. I can't imagine someone having all of the free time to stuff 100 envelopes filled with poop to, to voice your displeasure with Congress. But I guess if you're mad enough, shit happens. <laughs> Elon Musk reportedly trying to pull out and apparently has pulled out of the deal to buy Twitter. Really, Elon, after nine kids, now's the time you start choosing to pull out. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we need you to get Trump back on Twitter, Tesla boy. Now hop to it or we won't let you go back to Mars. Look, Joe Biden read the phrase, repeat the line off a <laughs> teleprompter, proving that much like Ron Burgundy, Joe Biden will read literally anything you put in front of him. So somebody just hack into the teleprompter and type, I resign for the good of the American people, please. And then uh, also there's a weird story. Texas man dies after lighting a firecracker and placing it on top of his head during the 4th of July. Uh, the visual effects were said to be mind-blowing. Oh, um, no. But I, but, okay, oh, no. so let's go. Let's play the clip of him reading the teleprompter. Everybody's seen it, but I want to see it again. Play it. If you got it. Do we have it? <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a message, Mr. President, for women who were protesting outside the White House yesterday? The majority writes, and I quote, women, there it is. I'm just a quote now from the, the majority. Women are not without electoral or political power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. Yeah. Oh, it's so I'm good. I'm watching Kamala during that yes. thing because you can see her lip twitch. Yes. At the deal. She wants to catch it because because one. She's reading it over his shoulder too. Mm-hmm. They're they're all mm-hmm. looking at the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, this is reading a teleprompter. You do it well. I do it reasonably well. It's not always easy for just anybody that no. thinks that they could just no. read a teleprompter. But bro, you would think whoever's doing that would just leave those things out. There's too. There have been too many times where he's had mistakes like that yeah. to not just leave it out. Just put exactly what you want him to read on there. It's very simple. <laughs> Whatever is on there, he's reading. He's gonna read it. <laughs> Whatever's reading. gonna happen. Uh, and I. And again, whoever made that meme of the anchor man with Ron Burgundy, they put the hair and the mustache <laughs> on joe biden and did that and he's like damn it he's gonna read whatever you put on there yeah uh he's gonna do it yeah so you know i wish what they need to do is just turn the teleprompter around and let us read it ourselves please because one joe's not writing it and we know everybody's got a speech writer right joe's not writing it but he's not even in on the conversation he doesn't even know what's gonna be said (laughs) like he doesn't have like he doesn't sit there and go i would like to think like if if I were governor of the state of Texas and I had a speech writer that, uh, you know, and Josh Jennings will write for me. Different people mm-hmm. will send me things and they'll write some stuff, but they send they it to send me you, yeah. and I look at it, I read it, I edit it. I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Um, sometimes they nail it, but I always look at it yep. and I'll send the stuff back to Brandon and Chris and I'll be like, let's go with this. I, you know, I still, it's and Chris, just before we started taping, he asked me certain things. He goes, hey, what do you believe about mm-hmm. XYZ's mm-hmm. topic? I answered, because Josh is doing some writing. Right. 
and I, I kind of like to have an opinion on what my opinion is. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I, Joe, it helps. Joe is not even, he's not on the conference call. He's not in the room. He is not at all privy <laughs> to any of these conversations about what it is no, that he's going to say. he doesn't know what's going on. No. So I read an article. I was, I've been up since 3 o'clock this morning. I was reading an article about how the, the you know his staff at this point is just, they're worried about him. Yeah. Right, he shuffles, so they're afraid he's going to trip and fall. Um, I am too. I'm afraid he's going to die on national television every time he goes up. There's a lot of people that heard you just say that, and their fingers are freaking crossed. They're going, please, dear God. (laughs) Um, And based on what I'm seeing coming out of Hunter's laptop with the old, can we say who hacked it? Yeah. So 4chan apparently hacked it. Um, And we'll get into some of that in the next segment. Mm. In fact, let's go to a break. We'll do that. Uh, my friends over at Trucker Treats, you, I met Zach a couple of weeks ago. I love them. They're incredible. So uh, good. You know, they are awesome. Zach is a truck driver, and they created this company with these really good gourmet pretzels. I mean, it just this seasoning on them is unreal. And they're all made in America. Everything, the seasonings, the ingredients, even the packaging in the bags, they're really, really good. And uh, their family business, and they part of their proceeds, they give back to the trucking industry. Um, they're customer-centered. They provide personalized service, the highest quality products. They really are good. I've got bag after bag. We take them on the road with us. I don't eat carbs, and I can't help myself with these. Yeah. They're so freaking good. I have the hot Cajun in my dressing room right now. Yeah. They, so we keep good. them on the bus. We take them on the road with us. I mean, I've got... I keep them. I do, man. Stacks of these pretzels, amazing. which I which I keep pretzels on my tour rider anyway. Yeah, it's always been on there. So in our in our green room, we have them. But they've got the you know original Cool Ranch. They got the hot Cajun cinnamon toast dill oh, pickle, God, the bacon cheeseburger, so deli mustard. There's even the Christmas flavors they've got. Call them up, man. Uh, get on the website, check them out. Support our truckers and support trucker treats. Go to truckertreats.net. Forty percent off with promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Great treat, great for road trips. Truckertreats.net, promo code Chad. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's that time of the show where I like to wax eloquent. Folks, you know how every once in a while, let's say you're flying in an airplane and you're over the mountains way up in the middle of nowhere, maybe the top of the globe, and one minute you're just sitting there thinking about going to the bathroom, wondering if somebody's in the lavatory, or maybe wondering whatever happened to that Sky Mall magazine that disappeared. And the next minute you're looking out the window and you notice that the mountains you're flying over suddenly look a little close, maybe too close for comfort. Cut to a day later when you're eating your fellow passengers who died in the crash and hoping you get out of those mountains alive. Now, what I just told you is the story of CNN in a paragraph. Folks, uh, congratulations. Consider yourselves informed. Now, unbeknownst to CNN, but knownst to us is the reason why their ratings have sunk faster than Lizzo chasing a cheeseburger to the bottom of the pool. And yes, to you snowflakes out there, maybe I want to apologize for fat shaming Lizzo. I would have said Nancy Pelosi, but she floats (laughs) when you throw her in water because, you know, she's a witch and has big, big boobs. Anyway, my point is that it makes sense to anyone with a functional brain why CNN primetime shows are just averaging 654,000 nightly viewers, only 148,000 of which are in the optimal 25 to 54 age demo. Now, if by some chance you're unfamiliar with how this all works, I'm going to break it down for you. It'll only take a second. Here it is. Major network shows should have millions and millions of viewers every night. 
That's what pays the bills. That's what keeps those overhead lights on. And, and that's what makes sure that the poor asshole wearing a tie behind the desk has enough money to go snort blow off of some hookers in Cabo two or three times a year so he's happy with his job. Somewhere along the line, a long time ago, CNN became just another trumpet-blowing leftist farts into the wind on behalf of the Democratic Party. And that was where they went wrong. Look, I... I know it's a fine distinction to make, but it really is worth noting the difference between opinion journalism and objective journalism. This show that you're watching right now, this is opinion journalism. And I even say that tongue in cheek. That doesn't mean that I don't try to give you the facts as honestly as I can. I really do. It doesn't mean that I'm going to lie to you about things that have or haven't happened. I I don't want to do that. And I don't think I will. What it means, though, is that when I give you the facts, I'm also going to give you my opinion about those facts. And that opinion could be right or wrong, but it's just my opinion. It could be what what you want to hear, or it could be dog mess on a wet lawn that you just stepped in. As far as you're concerned, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm upfront in letting you know that everything I'm presenting to you has my personal opinion attached. I'm honest about it. Now, when people who claim to be objective journalists are, in fact, opinion journalists, and they're not honest about it, you get a situation like what's going on over at CNN. They can launch launch CNN Plus all they want, but when people realize that folks like Don Lamont and Anderson Cooper and Brian Stelter are just hacks pretending in a role, they're going to pull out faster than Elon Musk. And I mean the Twitter deal, Elon Musk, not girlfriends that work for him, Elon Musk. Listen, when you have the temerity as an opinion journalist to name your show reliable sources, like our boy Brian Stelter did, for example... You kind of get what you deserve when nobody's watching that shit anymore. Now, the people at CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers, claim that things are changing in the company, that CNN is moving towards a much more objective journalism. Color me intrigued for sure. But unlike Lizzo going for that cheeseburger, I'm not holding my breath. Sarah Gonzalez, your show, The News and Why It Matters, this is a true statement. This is objective journalism, I'm reporting, has more viewers than Brian Stelter every night. This is a really amazing feat, honestly. I feel like I don't need to be successful in life. I just need to be more successful than Brian f***ing Stelter. <laughs> That's it. You That's are all. a powerful Latino woman. That's all. That's all I want. That's all I want because he thinks he's better than everyone else. He does. He thinks he, I mean... Imagine what he says about us, right? Yeah. Oh, those, you know, pissants over at Blaze. They're nothing. I work at CNN. F- you, Brian. Okay. You know what I want to do? I want to get Glenn back in here one time and just once, maybe yeah. Glenn, you know, maybe Glenn. You remember when uh, Stelter tried to interview Glenn and yes. Glenn just popped the microphone off and was like, I'm done. Yeah. And yes. just walked off the yes. thing. Yes. I want to ask Glenn. Did you just already know you were going to do that at some point? He in the, didn't. I don't think he did. I remember talking I to him wonder. about it. You should, you should ask him. Yeah. I don't think he did because I think the reason why Glenn was so mad was because they, they, came, they called him to be on the show for a completely different reason, what they told him, yeah. than what Brian started at. Like, it was supposed to be a gotcha. He didn't yeah. know that, that they were going to be asking him about that stuff. That's why he got so pissed. Yeah. Well, but of course, that's what Brian Stelter would do. Of course, he would. Yeah, I mean, like I, I was, I'm seeing Isn't he like I'm watching 36 this or 37 yes! years old. But the most mind blowing moment I've ever had in my life was when someone told me at the, at the time it was like last year, and it was like, did you know Brian Stelter is only 36? I was like, excuse me. I'm trying to do his smile. <laughs> I swear to God, he has 10 million teeth in that mouth. <laughs> 
But just being a weird looking dude aside, yeah. he's a piece of garbage. Yes. Um, and uh, speaking of pieces of garbage, let's go back to uh, so many things I want to get into. Can we? Can you play Joe Biden's um, voicemail to Hunter? Yeah. On, let's, let's pick up this piece of garbage before we go to another break. Play it real quick. Hey, Palace Dad. It's eight fifteen um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. Was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway. Um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Now, he's wanting to talk to his about his relationship with the spy chief of China, right? Yeah. It, it was, it was I mean, a, a, a New York Times article that hadn't run yet that was running the very next day. Yeah, and uh, Joe knows that he's clear. On his Chinese business dealings. Mm-hmm, correct. So, so he did talk to his son about is the Chinese deal. Seems to be the case. I don't know why Joe Biden would know all these things about the story that was happening in the Times. Now, I was kind of late to the party. I was busy this weekend drinking copious amounts yeah, of, way too, way too much of fermented beverage mm-hmm. uh, for Blaze TV, who will not pay for my liver, liver transplant. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I got caught up on all these little... So apparently, Hunter referred to Joe as pedo pete in his phone in his phone yeah it, uh, allegedly in this pedo peter or something yeah, something yes pedo peter what the hell's going on in this family and well it, it had been reported previously that joe biden had used this the uh you know what was it uh pseudonym P- peter henderson i think it was so wow that it that like that was him and that's how hunter listed his dad pedo peter Wow. Mm-hmm. And couple that with the story that we have about Ashley Biden's diary talking about inappropriate showers Showering with, with her, father. her father. And admitting that it was probably inappropriate. Uh-huh. I don't know that I'm going to live long enough, but I hope history is really brutal to this family. I know. I hope these things are really exposed as a dark point in the in the American history, uh, in the annals of American history. I shouldn't say annal <laughs> a lot around the idea of Hunter Biden. Yeah, don't say it around him. Um it's a lot of, of stuff that he's allegedly done. I mean, you got to say allegedly, but you can see it it's, on the video. Yeah, yeah. But actually, they'll they'll shut us down and censor us if we don't say allegedly. Right. Let's go to break because I want to talk some more about it. Uh, recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. I appreciate the folks at Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they have been on the front lines fighting for your values for a long time now. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation's made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you're going to get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to accompany fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad. You can call them, 972-PATRIOT. You'd use offer code CHAD, I spell it, Chad. They'll give you free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, tell them. They'll give you even more savings and discounts just for you. So uh, join the movement and make the switch today. Patriotmobile.com slash Chad or call them, 972-PATRIOT. Be right back. All right, so um, let's stay with allegedly Hunter Biden. Yeah. 
Did you see the clip of him arguing with the hooker over the size of the crack on the scale? Oh, yeah. Play that clip. That's allegedly him. <laughs> All right. She's saying it's... 2.07. He's saying 2.07. She was saying 2.06. It's, it's 20.7. <laughs> He's like, without the back. The thing that fascinates me is what shithole is he in? I mean, how much garbage do you have? I mean, how many pictures of this dude's wanger do we have to see? His his butthole is, I mean, dude. <laughs> I mean, it goes without saying. If this was Donald Trump Jr., this oh, would be... Oh, my God. This would be wall-to-wall CNN, MSNBC... You name it, this would be all they're talking about. Chad, they did that with nothing. They yeah. could, Didn't you hear about, oh, Donald Trump Jr., he's on cocaine. Look at him. Yeah. He's always sweating. Look at him. He's always amped up. Look at his pupils. There, no evidence to actually suggest yeah. that they were saying it. Here we have the son of the president literally with crack. Yeah. No one wants to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Now, here's when they will talk about it, as soon as the midterms happen. Because after the midterms, they've got to get Joe out of there. They're going to have to start running a campaign for 2024. Joe ain't going to be where the DNC throws their money and support. So that's when it's going to start. After the quote-unquote red wave, then you're going to see Gavin Newsom is going to be pushed to the forefront. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the candidate that they're going to try to run with. Of course, of course. But, I mean, can you, like, Hunter Biden taping every single moment of his life what kind of a sick psychopath does have it take? You, have you seen, let's talk about that. Have you seen the, the documentary Val about Val Kilmer? No. Okay, so everybody knows who Val Kilmer yeah. is, of course, with the Top Gun thing that came out. So Val Kilmer, who now has, has had throat cancer, he can't talk, he has to speak with a voice box. Uh, he's, they've got this document, documentary. From childhood, he carried a video camera with him everywhere he went. Mm-hmm. And he documented his entire life, and now they made a documentary about his entire career and everything from his home movies. It's like this dude's doing this, but it's oh. like, one... It's the movie no one wants to no see. No one wants to see <laughs> this creepy-ass dude who's, you know, smoking crack, lighting a pipe, smoking cigarettes, his trashy house, strippers and hookers with thongs up their rear end, and, you know, arguing over what the... how many ounces of blow he's got did you see the one did you see the one where he was in a he was in a float tank have you ever been in one of those it's like a sensory deprivation thing and so it's a ton of salt water and so you don't have to have nancy pelosi's boobs to float i actually have been in okay yes so he's in a float tank be careful what you do in those tanks because it can sting There's a lot of salt. Noted. Noted. But he was in a float tank and he's like, he has the phone. He's recording himself and he has the phone recording just like where his junk is. And so he's laying out and the phone is just <laughs> up his beehole. I mean, and, and he's smoking crack in there, recording himself, touching himself. I'm like, do you go back and watch this? Well, I put it on Twitter late last night. I said, wherever he's at right now, he's somewhere in the world recording some dumb shit he's doing. Yes. There's no doubt about it. I mean, this guy has a weird fetish about this stuff. But that's, but that it really is what I want to know. Does he go back? I feel like he goes back and watches it and like jerks off to it. But look how many things, I mean, he's recorded everything, all of his conversations, his, I know. So, I, I mean, these are just new revelations. They haven't done anything with the old revelations. God, it is, it is, oh, 
It's so weird. <laughs> so we'll have a resurgence of COVID September. Yeah. Uh, they'll get working back towards mail-in ballots. We need mail-in ballots. Then yep. you'll have. Uh, more quarantines and stuff. I mean, you see what's going on in China. The banks are locking people away from their money. Mm-hmm. They're now making people in Hong Kong wear bracelets if they're on quarantine mm-hmm. that will not allow them to leave their apartment. Um, this is crazy stuff. Mm. This is crazy stuff going on. And did you see Sri Lanka when yes. they took over the yes. presidential palace? Yes, that see, was wild. See, I watched that and I'm like, that's why this whole January 6th yep. thing is a joke. Because yep. if, if the American people really wanted to rise up and overthrow like storm a capital or whatever yeah just sorry well i mean first of all 330 million people get pissed off enough they also would have just brought guns yeah exactly (laughs) i mean we're the ones who have them all yeah we would have brought them if that's really what they were intending you know 500 million firearms we've got (laughs) if there was a problem you'd know it we we said this over and over again so i have a i had the, the big debate right now i have a new shirt out that says uh it's not original they did it for trump they did it for obama the whole thing but the shirt says uh one out of three biden supporters is as stupid as the other two okay So there's a big argument is whether it should say is or are one out of every two, one out of every three Biden supporters are stupid. It's is because the subject is one One. is Mm -hmm. if you take out of, you know, three Biden supporters, you take that out and just put the subject and predicate. Mm -hmm. The verb should be is. So stop sending me messages and just go buy the freaking shirt. (laughs) Watch Chad.com for all the fun stuff is. Um, and uh, you can also go to shop uh, Chad on Blaze. Chad on Blaze. We're supposed to be promoting those we have new socks. socks. New socks. There's some good socks, too. They're cute. They're cute. I got to go model socks when we're done taping this Did thing. you ever think when you grew up you'd be a sock model? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, do we have a quick time for TikTok? Play it. I have thin privilege. What? what? But I'm so fat. I'm like a size 20, 22. Ooh. How can I possibly have thin privilege? Because there are people who are fatter than me. Okay. When I go on a plane, I might need a seatbelt extender. I might be uncomfortable. I may not feel good. People may say things to me. But I don't need to buy a second seat or risk getting kicked (sighs) off the plane. Okay. That means that I have privilege compared to people who have that experience. Oh, my God. You may not even need a seatbelt extender. If that's the case, then you have privilege compared to me. Somebody who is a model size may have privilege compared to you, but that doesn't mean you don't have any privilege. Almost all of us have some thin privilege. It's a spectrum uh. and it goes by degrees. Or, or things are just different for everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's amazingly, uh, yeah. And it doesn't, it's not about privilege. It, you, that's a choice that you make. I mean, some guys have bigger penises than me. Now that might be a privilege. I mean, it might be a privilege. That, that's a privilege. I, I mean, that you I can't don't have anything that. to do with that. Yeah, you you can't control that. But you know, whatever. I'm going to play that victim card. <laughs> you have I, uh, a- average I, white I, you, average white boy. I think there's people out there that owe my penis a favor <laughs> because it doesn't have privilege. In fact, it needs special attention. Black men have privilege. Do that's they? The, 
Do they? Well, that's what I hear. Well, I'm going to start spray know. tanning. <laughs> hey, uh, three-week rule. You've heard me. The best financial advice ever. It's uh, three weeks to buy a car, three weeks to refinance your home mortgage, three weeks to finance any major purchase. Why three weeks? Because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score. An average of 61 points. 61 points can save you tens of thousands of dollars on anything you finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy, it takes about a minute to get started and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score how many points can you add to your credit score be sure to visit scoremaster.com slash chad for the special seven-day trial i got for you that's scoremaster.com slash chad one more time scoremaster.com slash chad be right back Hey, sign up at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Don't forget, subscribe to the new Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on the YouTube. YouTube. Sarah Gonzalez TX. Same as That's my social That's how you search it out, Sarah Gonzalez TX. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. I'm going to wring your neck, make me. you stay. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow is Tuesday, which is Monday's Hangover. We'll be back. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Hey guys, big announcement. Blaze TV has now moved to channel 465 on Pluto TV. You don't want to miss it. That is channel 465, Pluto TV. Don't miss the Blaze.